Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, November 3rd, and we start with local news. Columbia Fire and Rescue Chief Ty Cobb has been suspended from his duties for 30 days, which city officials state is due to personnel issues. Cobb is scheduled to return to work November 27th following the 30-day leave, Columbia City Manager Tony Massey said. Although no further details or comments regarding the reasoning for the suspension were shared at the time. He's been suspended for 30 days for personnel-related issues, and he will return as chief on November 27th. He will resume his duties, Massey said. Massey added that he could not comment further on the issue, but looks forward to Cobb's return to duty following this suspension. I look forward to Chief Cobb coming back on the 27th, and we can start everything anew, Massey said. Cobb said he does not wish to comment on the matter at this time, Chief Cobb was initially appointed as interim chief following the death of former Chief Tommy Hemphill officially being sworn in on July 1st of 2017. In 2022, Cobb was awarded Career Fire Chief of the Year by the Tennessee Fire Chiefs Association. Since becoming chief, Cobb was also instrumental in obtaining and maintaining the department's ISO Class 1 rating, making Columbia Fire and Rescue the first Class 1 department in the state of Tennessee. Excitement still flickered under Marcus Edwards' heavy eyelids Wednesday after a long day of celebration and study at a United Auto Workers leadership meeting in Lebanon. Now that the big three automakers and the heavy-hitting union negotiators have hashed out a tentative deal, those details must be communicated to roughly 400,000 union members before a final vote. Local union leaders like Edwards, a veteran at Ford's Kentucky truck plant in Louisville, are the first line of that communication, and they are fired up. On Wednesday at UAW's Region 8 headquarters, Edwards learned the finer points of the tentative contracts. We fought hard to get here and to bring back the middle class, said Edwards, who has built Ford trucks for 24 years. We gave up everything in 2009. We didn't take the bailout. Now there will be so much more security going forward when this contract is ratified, he said thanks in part to Spring Hill's massive General Motors facility. Saturday's surprise strike at the local manufacturing plant spurred a rapid end to negotiations. By Monday, GM and union leaders had agreed to tentative deals following agreements over the weekend with Ford and Chrysler parent Stellantis. Not that it was easy. When UAW President Sean Fain called Region 8 Director Tim Smith to issue the order for the GM Spring Hill plant to strike on Saturday evening, Smith had to work fast. At the time, Spring Hill workers were enjoying an annual trunk-or-treat Halloween party. Spring Hill employees, approximately 4,000 workers. Kids are everywhere, Smith said, remembering the moment, but we had to strike. They were ready. In one hour, they were out of the plant, and we were on the picket lines, he said. Union wins include a 25% across-the-board pay scale increase with top pay of $50 an hour a 10% 401k retirement contribution, and an end to a tiered wage structure that paid temporary workers as little as $16 an hour for jobs that full-time employees received $30 or more per hour for. Smith cheered major concessions beyond compensation increases, from improved union seniority rights to the ability to organize non-union sites, such as the Altium Cells Battery Plant in Spring Hill and Ford's Blue Oval City outside of Memphis. 
With the wins we have in this contract, Blue Oval down in Memphis will be a UAW plant, Smith said. In Spring Hill, Ultium Cells will be a UAW-represented plant, and I'm proud of that. I know that. I believe this is an historic agreement, and it's going to pass overwhelmingly, he said. First, they must seal the deal. Now that the regional offices have been briefed on the contracts, the UAW's negotiating committee will travel the nation, speaking to auto workers about the deal. Then, workers will vote. Smith expects the contracts to be approved, considering the enthusiasm with which workers joined the stand-up strike, which called unlimited localized plants to stop work rather than a nationwide shutdown. In late October, union negotiators were working around the clock as negotiations ran into the sixth week. Smith said a timely strategy worked to ensure a quick resolution. If you've never bargained a contract and don't know what it's like, you've got to stay firm, Smith said. You've got to stay crisp. You may not sleep, but two or three hours, and you're back in that bargaining room bargaining with the company. It's a phenomenal feeling when you achieve something of this magnitude, he said. The willingness of workers to participate helped secure a quick victory, especially once Spring Hill's large workforce walked off the job on Saturday. Across the country, workers were ready and eager to hit the picket lines to stand up for their futures and what they rightfully should have, better wages, health care, health and safety rights, Smith said. Spring Hill's enormous impact made the strike impossible to ignore, Smith believes, as a deal was reached within two days. When you're a Spring Hill and you build 13 different engines that go across the country, they're going to talk pretty quick, Smith said. It's no different than in Louisville, where they build the Super Duty series and the Expedition. They don't want those plants to sit for very long. The company knows their business, and we know our capability, he said. Yesterday, the Crossroads to Home Cafe held their grand opening. Front Porch Radio's Del Kennedy attended the ribbon cutting and spoke with Crossroads board member Joe Kilgore and cafe manager Kevin Benderman. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I am downtown Columbia, Tennessee at the Crossroads to Home Cafe. It is a charitable organization. It's a chilly November day. They have had their grand opening and ribbon cutting. First, I'm talking with Joe Kilgore, who is the volunteer executive director of the Crossroads to Home Cafe. Joe, tell us how this got started and what Crossroads does. Crossroads got started through the Hospital Foundation when we started working. We, we always work with social workers and case managers on special needs with patients, and we saw the growing number of patients that were discharged from the hospital that were homeless, and so we said we have to do something about it. So we gathered all the organizations in town, thinking there'd be three to six organizations that had programs for homeless. As it turned out, there were 20 or 30, including churches and individuals who provided simple things like the People's Table, the Family Center, uh, and then also some individuals. And so we got them together and started meeting quarterly and brainstorming and sharing ideas. And the first project funded by the Crossroads to Home Coalition was this cafe. And we're pleased to have Kevin Benderman as our cafe manager who oversees the daily operations of the cafes and provide a lot of services and resources for the homeless. That's amazing. Now, Kevin, uh, you managed this cafe we're in, uh, which is in the basement of what people know as the Harvest Share Building, I think. Uh, what, what happens here day-to-day at the Crossroads to Home Cafe? We, uh, we have a free meal uh, during the day. We uh, have a shower facility that uh, individuals can use. Um, we give out clothing as needed. On Fridays, we uh, give out food bags for over the weekend. 
Um, Monday, often there is a uh, counselor here uh, to speak with individuals about their uh, mental and emotional needs. Um, and we try to uh, sit down with people, get a get a feel of their um, their needs, their barriers, and uh, try to connect them with other organizations that uh, can hit those specific needs that that we are not able to uh, take care of. That is amazing. Now, what are your needs here at the Crossroads Home Cafe? How can people help? Um, we are always in need of. Uh, food items for our food pantry. We typically prefer uh, smaller canned goods with the easy open lids. Um, it's easier for our folks to carry and open and uh, eat. Um, also uh, tuna packets, uh, breakfast fruit bars, cliff bars, um, ramen noodles, anything like that um, that can make a quick and easy meal. Um, we will include in those Friday food bags. Also, this time of year, blankets, sleeping bags, warming layers um, from coats all the way down to gloves, long johns, and uh, socks especially. Now, if people want to donate those items, I take it they just drop them off here at the Crossroads to Home Cafe, correct? That is absolutely correct. Um, we are here 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. Um, often there is someone here a bit earlier than that to accept donations. That's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Yes, sir, that's correct. All right. Now, for more information, and I'm sure you always could use people, could use cash donations as as well. More information, where do people go? Um, They can go on our Facebook, uh, Crossroads to Home Coalition. Also, we have a website, and that is crossroadstohomecolumbia.com. All right, folks. Again, congratulations to both of you on the grand opening and ribbon cutting of Crossroads to Home Cafe, and congratulations on the amazing things that are happening here. Thank you, Dale. Thanks for being here. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Heritage Bank and Trust leadership announced the addition of Shannon Fitzgerald as Senior Vice President of Operations. She will serve as the newest member of the bank's management team, according to a bank meter release. Fitzgerald has 37 years of banking experience, dating back to 1986. She began her career with First Farmers and Merchants before working at Community First Bank, Reliant Bank, and TriStar Bank. All those years have been on the operational side of banking, including deposits, retail, and loan operations, the release said, with most of those years working locally in Columbia. A lifelong resident of Murray County, Fitzgerald regularly supports and volunteers with The Well Outreach. We are very excited to welcome Shannon to our family, says Heritage Bank and Trust President and CEO Jim Robinson. For years of ex- her years of experience will better enable us to live out our mission of building community relationships with integrity and exceptional customer service. Fitzgerald expressed her excitement about the new challenge. I am thrilled to be a part of a team, the team at Heritage Bank and Trust, Fitzgerald said. My roots are in Murray County, and I love being able to serve my community while working with some of the best in the business, she said. Yesterday, a new financial services company, Smithwind Capital, opened their second location in Spring Hill. WKOM-WKRM's Mary Susan Kennedy attended the ribbon cutting to learn more about what Smithwind has to offer. Hello, this is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. This morning I'm at a ribbon cutting in Spring Hill to celebrate Smith Wine Capital, a financial services organization here. And I'm speaking with four of the partners of Smith Wine. 
and congratulations, guys. This is very exciting. I'm going to go around and let y'all tell us a little bit about the services you offer. Who wants to go first? Yes, ma'am. Brad Smith, uh, CPA and partner with the firm. And we we engage with clients from a, a tax-centered position uh, to focus on planning, whether it's their individual uh, retirement or maybe their business, growing their business and exiting their business. That's great. Jeff Graves, partner with uh, Smith Wine Capital, and I partner with our clients on the investment side to do retirement planning, college planning, um, investments, and provide those services as we implement them with uh, the tax planning strategies as well and working together on that aspect. That's, I'm sure, so valuable. Hi, I'm Ben Wind, CPA. Um, it's really enjoyable to work with clients uh, when they see the value of what we're doing and bringing uh, disparate services together. Um, oftentimes, people will have to go to different folks for, for the types of services that we're trying to bring together in one central location. It's great to see the success when we're able to, to work with somebody in a comprehensive manner. That sounds invaluable. And last but not least. <laughs> I'm Jason Dean, CPA. Um, I've been with Smith Wind about uh, six months now. Uh, my area of uh, specialty happens to be physician practice, but we can work with veterinary clinics. We do the bookkeeping, reporting, taxes, again, holistic financial services. So. That's awesome. And y'all offer a wide array of services. And I noticed on your website you have fabulous reviews. So uh, I know you're doing well. Tell us about your location. We have two. This is our second location. So we've been in Franklin for a number of years. We just celebrated our ninth anniversary when Brad and I came together November 1st, 2014. Um, So we were real excited about doing that yesterday. And it's real appropriate for us to open this and have the ribbon cuttings today for the second location here in Spring Hill. That's great. Another convenient location for a whole nother market. That's perfect. And what's the best way for listeners to contact you to learn more about your services? Um, the easiest way is to give us a phone call. Our, our phone number is 615-794-8881. Let's repeat that. All right, 615-794-8881. Or if they're in the Spring Hill area, um, they can come in, walk in. At, uh, our address is 5343 Main Street, um, and we'd love to have them come in, stop by, and, and see how we can help them. Congratulations, guys. I know you're going to do great. Again, this is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. Yesterday, the Learning Experience, a new daycare, opened their doors in Spring Hill. Our own Del Kennedy attended the grand opening and spoke to Sarah McFall about the brand new facility. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at Spring Hill. I'm at the grand opening and ribbon cutting of the Learning Experience. It's a place for daycare. It is very colorful. I am now standing inside on Make Believe Boulevard, which is colorful, fun place for kids to be. I'm speaking with Sarah McFall, who is the director of the Learning Experience. Sarah, congratulations. Thank you so much. We are so excited to be here and serve kiddos six weeks to six years. All right. Tell us exactly what you do all for here. Well, we take care of kiddos, and we do it in a safe environment with lots of love, and we have a curriculum that is really unmatched by any program I've ever seen. What's great about our curriculum is that it is really brought to life by our fun characters. Bubbles the Elephant is our main character, and he has a lot of friends that really bring to life all of the curriculum components that we have. We talk about manners. We talk about philanthropy. We talk about science and math. So it's it's a lot of learning in a very fun way for the kiddos. And you're obviously in a new 
facility here. Tell me about that as well. Well, we have a brand new facility that just opened October 16th. It is a wonderful, bright, colorful, safe uh, location right in the heart of Spring Hill. So it's convenient for a lot of families, and it's a great location and a really safe and secure building. Wow, it looks great. It really does, Sarah. Now, for more information, where do people go? Yeah, absolutely. They can call us directly at 615-241-1036. They can check out our website at thelearningexperience.com, or they can email us directly at springhill at tlechildcare.com. We are here and happy to help in any way. We'd love to tour you. Once again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for The Learning Experience. I've been talking with Sarah McFall, the director of The Learning Experience. Sarah, Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Dr. Shilpa Salpakar, an internal medicine specialist, has joined the medical staff at Murray Regional Medical Center as a hospital medicine physician. Dr. Salpakar received her medical degree at NHL Municipal Medical College in Ahmedabad, India. She completed a residency in internal medicine at St. Luke's University Health Network in Easton, Pennsylvania. Dr. Salpakar is board certified in internal medicine. Murray Regional Medical Group, an affiliate of Murray Regional Health, provides services for Murray Regional's hospital medicine physicians. These physicians are specialists who devote their time and expertise to adult and pediatric patients exclusively within the hospital setting. The hospital medicine physicians are trained in internal medicine and pediatrics and can care for patients ranging from infants to the elderly. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Jean Gwaltney Worley, 96, a longtime resident of Dry Fork Road in Hampshire, died Sunday, October 29th at the Fountains of Franklin. Funeral services for Mrs. Worley will be conducted Saturday, November 4th at 11 a.m. at West 7th Street Church of Christ. Burial will follow in the Worley Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols and on Saturday from 10 to 11 prior to the service at West 7th Street Church of Christ. Mr. Charles Henry Frazier, 97, a former resident of Columbia, died Saturday, October 28th at Stones River Manor in Murfreesboro. Graveside services will be conducted Saturday, November 4th at 2 p.m. at Arlington Cemetery in Mount Pleasant. Online condolences may be extended at www.oaksandnichols.com. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell, when people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. 
For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have sunny skies today with a high of 67 degrees. Winds will be out of the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of 37. For your weekend forecast, it's going to be a beauty. We're going to see mainly sunny skies with highs in the low 70s and overnight lows in the low 40s. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Your home is your biggest investment. Getting the most for it when it comes time to sell is important. At The Way Realty, we help you get more by providing all our clients with a full-service real estate company. At no extra cost to you, we help you prepare your house to look its best with home staging, landscaping, professional pictures, marketing on all the major websites, 
touch-up repairs, and home inspection repairs up to $700. Get more with The Way Realty by reaching out to us to see what we can do for you and to find out the market value of your home. Visit us today at thewayrealtytn.com. Call us at 931-580-4669 or stop by our showroom at 800 Hatcher Lane, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Governor Bill Lee and First Lady Maria Lee are inviting Tennesseans to celebrate the Christmas season at the Tennessee residents with the 2023 Christmas Tours. Beginning on Friday, December 1st, Tennessee's historic home will be decorated for Christmas and this year's theme, Heaven and Nature Sing. The decorations will portray the larger-than-life magic experienced in the delight and merriment of the holiday season, the beauty of Tennessee's natural landscapes, and the joy of the coming of Christ and the salvation of the world. The Lord has continually poured out His favor upon our state, and the heart of Tennessee's treasure lies in the creation He has gifted us with said First Lady Maria Lee in a press release. Each year, Bill and I look forward to sharing in the joys of the holiday season with our fellow Tennesseans, and we invite them to join us in reflecting on the blessings of life and celebrating the beauty that surrounds us daily, she said. In partnership with the First Lady's Tennessee Serves Initiative, the Governor and First Lady are continuing their Christmas tradition of encouraging guests to participate in giving back during the holiday season by bringing requested items to support the work of five select nonprofits from across the state. This year's nonprofits include Birthright of Memphis, Creative Aging Memphis, Dismiss House, Jonathan's Path, and Sevier County Food Ministries. Christmas tours will be available Friday, December 1st through Sunday, December 3rd, and Thursday, December 7th through Sunday, December 10th. All tours are self-guided, free to the public, and require a reservation. To schedule a tour or for additional information and requested donations, visit the Tennessee Residents website at www.tn.gov forward slash residents. A Giles County businessman whose store was just shut down for being a public nuisance could be facing even more serious charges, according to District Attorney Brent Cooper of the 22nd Judicial District, whose office worked with officers to investigate the case. On October 26th, Giles County deputies shut down the Honeysuckle Market on Pulaski in Pulaski at 715 North 1st Street. News 2 obtained video of the moment. It shows deputies inside the store intercepting Adele Basta inside his own store, informing him that his business is being shut down. The shutting down of the market, now surrounded by crime tape, comes after months of investigation into alleged sale of vapes and alcohol to underage buyers. Investigator Mike Thomason spearheaded the investigation. Basta went before the Pulaski Beer Board and they pulled his license for 30 days and fined him $10,000 and he just goes right back to doing his criminal activity, Thomason said. According to Thomason, 53-year-old Basta had been receiving shipments of THC vapes from California through the U.S. mail. He said some products with 88% THC were kept at his home. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. As the holiday season continues to pick up, it'll be a great opportunity to get early gift shopping done, as well as have a little fun in the meantime. November's First Fridays kicks off tonight from 5 to 8 p.m., bringing all the usual monthly fun to downtown Columbia. Shops will stay open late, live music will spill out into the streets, and a whole lot more. Chief Smiley Ricks and the Seatown Specials will perform their monthly barbershop jam at Daniel's Barbershop on the Square starting at 7 Murray Alliance will also host its Strolling on the 6th Block Party along West 6th Street, featuring food trucks, music, and vendors. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. Have a great weekend. I'm Tom Price. Be safe and have a great weekend.